Week 10 in the National Football League is concluding tonight as we speak. Uh, we, had, we had quite a few good games this week, so we'll hop right into them, starting with Thursday night football, the Panthers and the Falcons. An absolute monsoon of the game. Monsoon of a game, excuse me. Uh, but the Panthers went out there, defeated the Falcons 25-15. to uh, You know, Marcus Mariota really struggled in this game in the rain. Um, you know, P.J. Walker actually didn't do a whole ton, but Deontay Foreman, or Dante Foreman, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. had, had another really nice game for the Panthers. Um, but the Panthers, after this week, are going back to Baker. Uh, but Dante Foreman, 31 for 130 and a touchdown. LaVisca Chenault actually had a long touchdown run, 2 for 42, one touchdown. I believe it was like a 35-yard touchdown. It was a long one, um, but... I mean, neither team in this game is really super exciting. I think uh, Falcons fans are getting kind of impatient win for Desmond Ritter, but if they haven't gone to Ritter yet, can he really be that good? Yeah, you know, I think I think if the division in the AFC South was more out of reach, they would have went to Ritter already. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't well, if they're a game out yeah. for Tampa. I don't think Mariota is a bad quarterback. He just that game was a hard game for him. Yeah, with, with it raining so hard, and right. he's already not a great thrower. Right. Um, but the Panthers three and seven should be four and six if it wasn't for DJ Moore. I mean, they lost week one on a last second field goal too. I mean, the, I mean that they could be tied for first place as well. But who knows what's gonna happen? The Panthers Baker going back under center. Sam Darnold was brought off of IR, so he'll be back playing again. Uh, as the backup, and who knows, give it a quarter or two, he could be in there as well. But, you know what, good for Steve Wilkes, a guy who we talked about last week, really just hasn't had a lot of opportunity. He's put on a head coach as a bad Cardinals team, and then interim of this team was bad, who's probably not going to be the coach of next year, but good for him. Next we got here, the Bucks and the Seahawks. This is a game that we picked uh, in Germany. Um, Seahawks coming in, uh, I believe they were underdogs, but with a 6-3 and three record, right? Were they underdogs? Two and a half point. Yeah, two and a half point underdogs. Uh, the Buccaneers ended up winning 21 to 16. Tom Brady found a way. It wasn't a very exciting game. The Seahawks kind of made it interesting at the end, but I tell you what, Germany loves their football over there. I didn't see a second in this game. Did not see a second. Um, played cards way too late Saturday night. Uh, woke up, went to the grocery store, and got home for for the noon games. So didn't didn't see. I listened to a little bit on the radio. That was that was it. Yeah, I mean, Gino again, another nice game, 23 of 33, 275, and two touchdowns. Uh, DK had 6 for 71, Tyler 3 for 42, and a touchdown. Had a touchdown. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers, they, you know, we've always said they kind of had a good defense, but I did see Leonard Fournette got hurt in this game, but, you know, who knows with that Buccaneers team? That offense is just a mess. I mean, it's, it's hard to watch. Um, Godwin, 6 of 71 for a touchdown. That's good for them to see. Julio Jones also had a long touchdown this game of 30 yards. Uh, so he's still walking, barely limping his way in. But yeah, I mean the Buccaneers, a guy you might want to go pick up is uh, Richard Richard White. Um, he's their he's their backup running back. But if Fournette's down, he's a guy who you know he, he's put up decent numbers in his time. But if if full if Fournette is out, it's a good opportunity for him to get a good amount of carries. And you know, the Buccaneers' own line isn't very good, though. That's the only thing. But he'll be cheap and could be a decent drafting play because Buccaneers' running backs do seem to get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Next here, we got the Vikings and the Bills. And oh, possibly... I want to say, that, that was the game we picked. Okay. Uh, Trace, Cody, Pens all took the Seahawks. Myself and Lane 
uh, took the, the Buccaneers. Um, now, normally we get five pickers in college. We get six pickers in NFL. That means that Rob didn't pick this game. What? Why? Because he didn't get it in in time. Come on, Rob. You got to be better than that. You got to be better than that. Got to be better than that. So myself and Lane get to get this right. Trace, Cody, and Pens did not. All right, moving on here. We got the Bills and the Vikings and quite possibly the game of the year. Uh, just an absolute crazy of the game. I watched the end of this game until it was over. I was watching Red Zone instead of the Packer game because the Packers stink. Who cares? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, what a crazy, crazy game. This game also had my standout stud of the week. Justin Jefferson. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 10 for 193 in a touchdown. Also, probably the catch of the year. I mean, I I don't know. Was it better than Diggs? I think it was. I mean, he, yeah, one, one, one hand goes up and out muscles the safety with two hands. Who has the, I mean, the safety, that should have been an easily intercepted ball. Why is the safety, safety trying to Safety just had the ball in his hands, and Jefferson with one arm down. just out muscled him. Um, yeah. And if, if he picks that ball off or just knocks it down, it, it's fourth down or it's That's game over. That's what I'm over. saying. Um, if you knock it down if, on fourth if, down. But if you intercept it, it's game over. Yeah, so but if you knock it on fourth down, it's ball. Your ball wasn't that throw on fourth down? I, I don't know if it was third or fourth. Gotcha. I don't know. Gotcha. But it's just, I mean, knocking down and not intercepting is one of those hard things because you're always like, okay, knock, just knock this down. Knock this. When the ball comes, you're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I could pick the, Like, it's just yeah, kind of an it. instincts thing. Oh, but, I get it. I mean, this game was absolutely crazy. The Bills have a goal line stand. Get it at the one. Josh Allen fumbles the snap. I, I don't think we can say one. It's got to be. The inch it, line. It, it, you're, it had to have been the because line. they get an offsides, which was a half the distance to the goal yeah. on fourth down. The, the inch first line. Josh Allen, the very next play, goes in, fumbles the snap. The Vikings recover for a touchdown with what? Was it like 30 seconds? 40. If that. Yeah, 50 seconds. <clears throat> and then Josh Allen goes down, gets him in field range. They make it. They go in overtime. Vikings kick a field goal. Josh Allen goes down, throws a pick basically in, pick. in the end zone. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit just ourselves, but Josh Allen's basically Brett Favre. It's yeah. just like it's you, the perfect it's, comparison. You, you never know what you're going to get. He's just he's a gunslinger, and he's going to try to fit in in windows when he probably shouldn't. But So sometimes he's going to make an amazing and, and, play. You're like, oh, my God. And, like and then I, sometimes, like, where are you throwing the ball? The, thing, the perfect comparison about it, the thing that makes it so perfect, is that's exactly how Rodgers was or how Favre was. You were okay with Favre doing stupid shit because he did it all the time and he was so successful with it. But when he did do those dumb things, you were like, oh, no. Like, you just have that instant moment of, like, what the hell are you thinking? And I think that's kind of what, you know, where where Josh Allen is. Like, Josh Allen is, is Brett Favre. That's a great comparison. He's a more athletic player. But he wants to fit bigger. it in tight. Yeah. He wants to fit it in tight windows. He's gonna go down, throwing it, uh, you know, making crazy plays, and he's pr probably gonna make the right decision seven out of ten times. The problem is, is those three out of ten when they're in the same game, um, it's gonna hurt you. So a couple things on this: the Bills are up 27-17, fourth quarter. Go for it on fourth down. Allen throws a pick. Okay? So, if he throws an incomplete pass, 
like you're still giving up the ball, right? You're still giving, you're still giving up because you're going forward on fourth. The problem is, is when you throw the pick, they return it and start out in good field position. You could have kicked the field goal to go up 13. That way, if you're up 13, they've got to score two touchdowns to beat you. When you throw the pick, now it's 10. Well, then the crazy thing is the Vikings score a touchdown, missed the extra point, so it's four points. So that was one of them that was just crazy dumb. Like, it was, it was a terrible pick. On the run, going to your right. So you're on your run, on the run, going to your right, and you're throwing it across your body into the, what, right quadrant of the end zone, but more to the middle. Like, he wasn't throwing it to the end line. It was, it was not a good throw. Um, but then the fact that Minnesota, like we talked about this, the luck is going to run out. You cannot tell me. Not this yeah, week. You, I, and I get it. But what is it? This week doesn't matter. You are going to lose a game in January in the playoffs that you are not supposed to lose. It's going to happen. Well, or just one of these close games where like you try to come back and it just doesn't happen. I, 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 I'm telling you. The they just they just got to hope they get noon games because Kirk Cousins at noon games oh, is so much better man. than Kirk Cousins at primetime. Yeah, but the problem is is they ain't getting noon games in the Super Bowl. No. You ain't getting a noon game in the NFC Championship. You're probably not getting a noon game in the NFC uh, Divisional Round. Like, it's probably not happening. They, you cannot tell me. At one point, that game was 27-10. I don't know if it's 10. I know it was 27, 17. 17. I don't know if it's 10. I, I just, I don't, I don't think Minnesota, like Minnesota has talent, right? But there are times in these games that you're, you're either losing to, to bad teams or you're losing considerably to good teams. Now, does it show that they have a lot of fight in their team? Of course it does. But that's not going to take you everywhere, just having the fight. Like, you have got to be able to put some of these teams away, like like the Lions, like the Bears. you got to put these teams away earlier. And then you have to play better against... Like, yes, you won the game. I'm just telling you, you are, you are not as good as what your record says. You could easily be a 5-4 and four team. If you had bad luck right now, that's a 5-4 and four football team. But and, and that's what they were last year. And everything they lost. Has, yeah, everything it's kind has of gone their way. Flip flopped. It last has. year they lost it somebody has. in these games. Now that they're winning, it them, has. But, but you cannot win. When, a, you cannot win a Super. That is the goal right now, right? Like this is a team that's primed for the Super Bowl. You cannot win a Super Bowl like this. You won't. You will not win a Super Bowl like this. So we're looking at Super Bowl odds. The Bills are still the favorite in odds. I mean, do you think that's right? Do you think the Bills are still the favorites to win the Super Bowl? Or do you think Josh Allen's struggles are going to continue a little bit? I do. And here's the difficult thing about the Bills. Like, right now, they're not even first in their own division. They're not even second. Yeah. They're in third place. They're in third place in their division. And they're one game from being fourth place in their division. Like, they got to clean up their act. Not that that game... You know, not that six and three is a bad record. It's just the fact that look at what your the rest of your division is doing. Um, you're going to have to play Miami one more time. You're going to play the Jets one more time. You're going to have to play the Patriots one more time. Like that's those are three difficult games right there. It's a good division. It I mean, is. obviously the Jets are a little bit different than the last time they played. Well, no, because they didn't even have Brees in that game, right? The Jets they didn't have Brees. Did. Oh, he was hurt. 
Um, but yeah, I it's. I mean, so who so who would be your favorite right now to win the Super Bowl if if it's not the Bills? I think it's still Casey. It's Casey. I still think it's Casey. I think it's I think it's Casey uh, versus Philly. It would be the Kelsey brothers going Philly at it. Right now. Um, that 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 would be that would be the pick. Um, I don't again. I do not think Minnesota is a bad team. No, they have a lot of good weapons. It's but, just they have to figure out ways to win games that you're not chewing on your fingernails the whole time. You know, what right. I mean? you got to win some games where right. you're putting teams away and you're just controlling it. I love the fight in their team. Like it's admirable, but it's this this can't continue. This is too difficult uh, to to continue with, and that's why I just I I I worry. I, I, for you Viking fans, I know you're feeling it. You have to be feeling it because it just it's too hard to to win games like this. Game in and game out. Your luck is going to run out. I believe this was a game we picked. This is a game that we picked. Uh, Trace and Lane took the Vikings. Myself, Rob, Cody, and Pens all took the Bills. And we got fucked. No, I covered. Big ol' cover. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday, big old cover, big baby. Big old cover, baby. Not even a sweat. Mm. Not yeah. even a sweat. Yeah. You know why it wasn't a sweat? Because you weren't in the game. Like, it was. It should have never even gotten that close. You started sweating once you took the took the lead. Yeah. I don't know. All right, next year we had Lions and Bears. Uh, the Lions moved to 3-6, and six, their second win in a row. They outscored the Bears 21-6 to six in the fourth quarter. Uh, Justin Fields again had a nice fantasy game, running all over the place. Actually, did all right passing. I mean, twelve of twenty, two touchdowns and a pick. That's I mean, if you're asking me, that's an improvement from where he started at the start of the year. But thirteen carries, one hundred forty-seven yards. Uh, Cole Komet is finally starting to get the the production that he deserved, and I was high on the start of the year for four for seventy-four, two touchdowns. Um, on the flip side, the Lions, Goff had a decent game, 19 to 26, 236 yards and a touchdown. Uh, then Amon Ross St. Brown, the Sun God, 10 for 119, no touchdowns, but a nice kind of welcome back game for him. Um, but hey, the Lions, they, they play in close games all the time. They've won two in a row now where they've kind of found their way. So Lions are three and six. Yeah, the, you know, the, the Chicago, you can tell Fields is. Fields is figuring out some things, right? Like, we, we, we understand that. Another week and not really using Claypool. I mean, obviously the first week is, is mm-hmm. tougher because he just got there. But today, one of eight, one for eight, two targets. Yeah, yeah. I just think with with um, with Chicago, it's just it, – it's more it's more the same. Like, you, you, you're, you're in games. Now you just got to get over the hump and – if I'm a Bears fan, I'm just happy I'm in these games. Because, I mean, at the start of the year, we weren't in games at all, right? Right. Right. And the Lions, you're probably finally happy you're winning a couple of these close games. I will say it's frustrating. I, I would have to think, it, to me, I love it. I couldn't think of anything better. But I feel like it would have to be tough as a Bears fan to score 30 points to this <laughs> offense to score 30 points and you still lose a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You knew they weren't going to be And it came out of miss extra they, point. This they, wasn't like two field goals. When they traded Roquan that they were kind of defensively kind of giving But you, up you know what I mean? Like, how, like, you didn't make two field goals and have two nice possession. No, you missed an extra point. Like, it's, I don't know. <clears throat> it's tough. 
Next, we got going on here the Chiefs and the Jaguars. Uh, the Chiefs moving to 7 2, 27 17. They got up quickly early, I believe it was 20 to nothing, and then Jacksonville came back and fought a little bit. Um, not a bad game at all for Trevor Lawrence 29 to 40, 259, two touchdowns. Christian Kirk had a big game, 9 for 105, and two touchdowns. But I think this is kind of a game if you're a Jaguars fan, you're, you're okay with because you saw some fight coming back. But everybody knows that you're not as good as Kansas City. But you're just kind of happy that Trevor Lawrence kind of looked better um you know kind of looked like a pro a little bit this game uh juju scary hit uh bad yeah. concussion had the hands go up kind of like Tua's did so yeah. you know a whole piece of cards on the right mvs had three for 60 and a touchdown um Kadarius tony four for 57 and a touchdown so he's kind of getting more into the into the game plan a little bit so i would definitely look at Kadarius as a possible DraftKings player with juju out for a while yeah, and, and and Hardman's out right now too. Yeah, and I I had Juju, and he had a really nice start to the day, and was making some plays. And yeah, the second the second he got hit, you could that that's how my fantasy, uh, my DK fantasy team got hit. So yeah, that was a tough one. Um, interesting, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, sixteen for eighty two running the ball, it's pretty decent, um, and uh, Kadarius Tony with two rushes for. 33 yards. Yeah, so, so they're using him in, in different ways and kind of ways that the, the Chiefs do. Yep. Next here we got the Dolphins and the Browns. This is the second to last week of the Jacoby Brissett era. Watson can come back not this week, but next week for the Browns. Um, Miami's just really good offensively. I mean, the Browns didn't play awful offensively, but they couldn't really get Chubb going. Only 11 for 63. Not what they want out of the leading rusher in football, but on the flip side, Tua, 25-32, 285, three touchdowns, really big game for him. Jeff Wilson had a really big game, 17 yeah. for 119 and a touchdown. And then Mozart, 8 for 65 and a touchdown. So Dolphins are balanced, didn't have a They're huge fun to game. Watch. Didn't like no receiver had any huge game. I mean, Waddle, 4 for 66, Tyreek Hill, 5 for 44. They were really balanced. They had one, two, three, four, five guys with over four catches. Mm -hmm. um, and shout out to Alec Ingle. Former Badger, Bayport Pirate, four for forty-five and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're they're fun to watch. Like I, I, so if I mean if Tua stays healthy, he's what seven and zero start this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, is Tua a potential MVP candidate? Is I mean, he in the conversation? Is he in the dining room? Do you put Tua in there, or is Tua making Hill, or is Hill making Tua? I think Hill's helping Tua, but then you look at this game, only five for forty-four. And a touchdown, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, two was he threw it around plenty this game, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think you got to put him we in. We talked there. about it last week where MVP is wide open. It I mean, is. I think Mahomes is if Casey keeps winning, Mahomes is going to be the front runner. I think Allen, like, if Allen had a decent enough game, like, if he doesn't throw, you know, if they don't lose that game and he throws a Two silly picks. It's kind of the second week in a row, though. I, I agree. Lost because of I, him. I agree. I agree. And that's that's the problem is that I think Allen was running away with this thing, and now he's letting everybody else back in it. But there's still what nine weeks left, seven, yeah. eight weeks left. We had a while. Yeah, seven, seven weeks left. So yeah, we definitely there's <clears> definitely <throat> some time. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Next year we got the Giants and the Texans. Giants moving to seven and two, winning twenty-four to sixteen. Uh, this game would have been a little bit more interesting. The Texans throw a touchdown to Brandon Cooks. 
Uh, that would have made it a lot closer. What is going on in Houston with Brandon Cooks? I mean, he's pissed. He didn't get traded, so they took his captain status away. But plays, catches a touchdown, but there's a holding penalty. I think two plays later, Davis Mills throws a pick. Uh, so that kind of saved the Giants. But Giants are 7-2. and two. They're second place. I think we'll get into this a little bit later, but I think that's why McCarthy was so upset that the Cowboys lost yesterday is because, okay, you're 6-4? and four? Two, Three. 6-3? and three. Three. I think they've had their but, priority. But you're in third place. You know what I mean? That's that's a big that was a bigger game for them because the Giants are playing so well and um, you know I think Saquon is making his case for comeback player of the year. I mean thirty five for one fifty two and a touchdown. He looks like Saquon. Daniel Jones. I started him in fantasy this week. Yeah. Good start. Thirteen for seventeen, one ninety seven, two touchdowns, also twenty four yards on the ground. He's just he's not hurting anything. You know he's yeah. being a good game manager and he's got enough. He's athletic enough that he can run around. Yeah, and clearly the Giants got a good enough defense to... Slayton had a nice touchdown. He was 3 he for did. 95 and a touchdown. sitting on my bench. Yeah. Uh, what's happened to Kenny Galladay? I mean, he just... He says he wants to play and he deserves to play, but then he gets in there and he's dropping passes right that hit his hands in stride. Like, it's just... It's crazy how you can be from... He was mental. really, really, really good in Detroit. No, yeah, it's nothing. Mental. It's mental. Nothing, because yeah. I think he got paid a decent amount to go to New York. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's just mental. Um, yeah, but it, it's the same story for the Texans every week. It's like they play hard, just not a good enough team. Next, we got Saints and Steelers. Uh, the Steelers, three and six on the year, defeat the Saints twenty to ten. Kenny Pickett looked pretty well, good in this game. Um, played well, and the Saints, I just there's they they, they have Olave and Kamara, and they just they don't use yeah, Kamara man. enough at all. Right, Olave is good, Kamara is good, but they don't well, use them. And the thing that made Kamara so great. Balance. Was was the the fact that they used him out of the backfield because that's all the further the Drew Brees could throw the ball at that time, but it was it was perfect. It it put him in space, and and I think you're seeing Sean how how good of a coach Sean Payton, Payton was. Yeah, and I can't believe like he is going to have at least. 20 owners knocking on his door. I just, because he said he's he's not going to go somewhere where he's got to rebuild. He doesn't want to do that. Like, he's going to go somewhere that's like next. You're going to see him in Dallas. Yeah, but. I know, but if you're having success with McCarthy, like, like, it's like, how do you fire Mike McCarthy? If Jerry Jones, I I tell you right now, Jerry Jones is like, oh, uh, Peyton wants to come in. And and be my core and be my head coach right now, McCarthy. You are gone, and he would fire him in a second, which would be bullshit. It, it is. That's Jerry right. Jones. But the, the, exactly, Jerry Jones. exactly. That's Jerry Jones for you. I think he would fire McCarthy in a second if he could get Peyton. Peyton, tell you, you you agree? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next here we got the Broncos and the Titans. The Titans uh, get back to winning ways, seventeen to ten over the Broncos. I'm commencing an axe alert right now. Russell Wilson, it's getting, he, he's, no, not Wilson. Oh, he's not a coach. Oh, well, I mean, he could be fired. Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know if they will fire him. It's uh, year one, man. It's year one, new ownership, but man, I mean, this, I mean, it just gets worse for them. Jerry, Ju- Jerry, Jerry Judy got hurt in this game. Yeah, um, you know, they, and losing Javante Williams was big for them. Uh, but they they had some weapons and they just haven't really seemed to figure out yet. They're nine games in. If if nothing seems to really change with this offense, I think you could see Hackett gone. I really do. Um, I saw today the the other guy you could think about would be Josh McDaniels, but I saw today that they said they're sure that he's not going to be fired after this year. So I think if it's anybody, it's going to be Nathaniel Hackett, just because he doesn't have as big of a 
as big of a record in the in the NFL. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously it's hard to know um, what Hackett was doing with the Packers last year, but you don't call plays. You don't. You clearly don't handle timeouts because you haven't been able to handle a timeout as a head coach. Like, it's just, they clearly, to me, I think they were like, let's hire Hackett, we're going to trade for Rodgers. That's what I think they was their idea. And it backfired, and now, I mean, they are not a good product. They are, they're, I mean, we should have been throwing them in a, a, uh, how bad they are a lot sooner, but they're, they're not a good team. Not a good team. Next, the Colts and the Raiders. The Jeff Saturday-led Colts. Jeff Saturday is the highest winning percentage in Indianapolis Colts history <laughs> at 1,000. Jeff Saturday, the Shut leader up. of men. Fuck. Oh, 25 to 20 over the Raiders. I mean, what do you think, Jeff Saturday? Bringing Matt Ryan back in the lineup, back into the equation, and I, he looked better this week. He, well, he looked I mean, a little bit healthier and I mean, played better. Maybe Matt the Colts Ryan, four, five, and one. Maybe Ryan need to be healthy. The other thing, Jonathan Taylor, huge, big, huge game again. Finally, finally getting what all the the fantasy owners wanted from him. I sure. Mean, 22, 147 touchdown, had a long run. Do Do you think Saturday might have just no. figured something out? You no. think it's just the Raiders just don't know what they're doing? Raiders are that bad. We did talk about this, but two weeks ago when Saturday wasn't coaching, he was still working for ESPN. He tweeted out, man, the Raiders look awful. <laughs> and then he goes up, that's the first team he coached, and he beats them. Wait, so he was working for the NFL. And he was then, a consultant for the Colts. And then the how Colts. soon did he come a was The whole year he's been a consultant for the Colts? So that's, that's what they said. Yeah, gotcha. But he's, he's always been working for ESPN, too, yeah. as, like, an analyst. Yeah. Um, I mean, a big game for Devontae, again, 9 for 126 and a touchdown. But, again, they just they don't use him consistently. I mean, it's – Derek Carr's just – you know, he's an average quarterback at best. And what was, Yeah, what's going on there? Because he's been better. I, I mean, I heard a thing that they were just, like, you know, there, there was weird stuff going on in the locker room last year, and they thought by clearing out clearing house, kind of, and bringing clearing in house, a new yeah. regime and bringing yeah. in new weapons, that it would fix things. But – one, I mean, Darren Waller hasn't been healthy all year. Runfro hasn't been healthy all year, so that doesn't I, help. But it's like you haven't really used your the best receiver in football. I don't like Josh, Josh McDaniels. I don't think Josh yeah, we McDaniels know you don't like Josh is, McDaniels. is a good head coach. We've already tried that experiment. I don't know how he got another job. Like because he was only head coach once. That's why. Yeah, but the problem is, is just like, what did you do in New? Like, you're you're nothing in New England if you're a coach, right? Like what? What New England assistants are doing anything? Patricia? Oh, you went back to New England. McDaniels? Yeah, you're like nobody does anything in New England. It you just it doesn't work that way. So I don't know. It just it's a bad product. Josh McDaniels is just I don't see it. He's not a good coach. I just I don't see him being a good coach. Quick shout out right now the. The Commanders are leading the 8-0 Philly Eagles. Commanders are not bad with Heineke. I no, really don't not. think they are. I mean, they sh- should have beat the Vikings last week. They're not bad. Did we did we pick the Dolphins-Brown game last week? Did we miss that one? We did. Everybody picked the Dolphins and everybody covered. Yeah, easy cover. Easy cover. <laughs> Sorry. All right, next game here. We got the Packers and the Cowboys. The Packers prevailing in OT, getting off the schneid of a five-game losing streak. Don't know how. 
found a way. Uh, Christian Watson rising from the dead after his two drops, coming out here just running fly routes, catching the ball for once, and good things happen. But I mean, Christian Watson's got talent. He, he's probably the fastest player in the field when he's out there. It's just getting the you know the the NFL NFL ready hands and stuff it's like confidence. that. Confidence. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones had a huge game for the Packers, too. 24 and 138 and a touchdown. A.J. Dillon looked better, 13-65. But like we said, A.J. Dillon, just the way he runs, it's so much dependent on the offensive line. Uh, Sammy Watkins had three catches in this game. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about before, he had 134 snaps with four whole catches. So, great job. Three catches. Alan Lazard didn't have a huge game, but three for 45. He sure had a big catch at the end of that game. Yes, he did. Uh, on the flip side, CeeDee Lamb. Huge game, 11 for 150, two touchdowns. Um, Dalton Schultz had a nice game, 6 for 54, and Tony Pollard looked good as well. Yep. So a couple things from this one. Um, <coughs> first, I'm going to do a double feature here. Uh, we're going to do a double standout stud. Uh, first, we're going to give it to Christian Watson. Whoa! Okay, this four catches. First two drops. Or 107 what? yards, three touchdowns. Um he made plays when he had to, right? Like it's about and, time. And the touchdown that he caught, the first touchdown, that was a harder catch over the shoulder, over your right shoulder. Than, your, than the Vikings one, week one. Than the, than the two drops he had earlier in the game. So, you know what? Well, the ball wasn't coming in as hard. You know what I mean? It was the, floating. You, you know what? I, great. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy to see that he can do it. And Jordy had drops. James Jones, I can remember a drop in the freaking Super Bowl that he had to start the game. Like, receivers have drops. The main thing is, is can you overcome those drops? And yesterday, yesterday, he did. And that was that was big. They needed that. They, they needed that last, last week. Well, maybe it was that Rodgers was yelling at LaFleur instead of the wide receivers this week that Watson felt like, hey, I can do this. You know, instead of yelling at me, he's yelling at the head coach. The other standout stud, uh, Rudy Ford, uh, two picks. What are, you, what are you rolling your eyes at me for? Who cares? Who cares? God. Why? Those Stop what? picking defensive players as standout stud. Nobody gives a shit. Well, well you know, as half of the game is played on defense. Yeah, Did you cares. know that? It's oh, an okay. offensive league. Oh, okay. Well, two big picks by... Um, Rudy Ford, so who got in as a uh, a backup, who's basically playing because of injuries. Um, one in his own red zone, or in, I should say, in his own end zone, to uh, to to stop the the drive by the Cowboys after the Packers had just fumbled it away. So down seven nothing already. That was a huge huge play, um, and then backed it up with another one too. Uh, made some nice tackles in the in the open field, so I thought he played really well. Um, you know, I Green Bay won, but I still think the Cowboys were doing whatever they wanted, running the ball, and they just didn't want to stick with it. And Green Bay did. Green Bay did stick with it. Yeah, I I couldn't believe the Packers actually won this game. I Dallas is the better overall team. They I, are defensively, they're just better offensively. They're the Packers finally came out and did they, stuff offensively, but like you, said, the, like you said, the Cowboys did whatever they want, but 
we talked about it a couple weeks ago. This is what this Packer defense is kind of made for. It's a bend, not break, where it's like, okay, in these shootouts, we're going to do enough that we can win because we're scoring 24, 30 points a game. Yeah. yeah. Packers finally got to the number. Because, I mean, realistically. You gave up 28, but you got two picks. You should have beat, beat, beat the Lions because you gave up 15 points. The Bills game, we talked about it. That's what the, that defense is for, to score, for the offense to score points. The Commanders game, you should have won. Jets game, you got your ass kicked. Giants game, you should have won. won. I mean, the, 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 yes, the defense, it, it doesn't make sense to me why in third and seven, instead of standing at the seven-yard line where the first down is, why we're backing up ten yards and just letting run a little corner route for an easy seven to get the first down. But that's not what the defense is made for, to be in games where it's 10-10. They're made for to be in games that's 31-24 and likewise. Yeah, yep, and and – they they made enough plays, right? They made enough plays for them to win that game. Um, Aaron Jones was good. Uh, you know the the offensive line had had their struggles in pass protection, but the fact that Green Bay found themselves in a lot more third and medium, third and four, third and short, um, kept them in some better down and distance. Uh, spots and 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 I think that was the key to the game. You could tell Rodgers really wanted to be out there with his team winning that game, and I think that's the fact that he's a front runner. But we needed every yeah, when, everyone when, when things are going well, Aaron's fine. But when yeah. things aren't going well, right. he's pissed off and right throwing his tantrums. But hopefully, he found some confidence in some guys. And if you now have to put a safety over uh, Watson. And open things up it could, a bit. it's going to open some stuff up for Lazard. It's going to open up some stuff for your backs out of the backfield. If they ever want to use Tunyon again. Yep, Tunyon. I mean, there's they don't use him there, enough. There's there's going to be there's going to be opportunities. So good win for the Packers. Yeah. Did anybody get this game right? One no, person. Nobody got this right. Yeah, I don't blame you. Everybody picked the Cowboys. Rob, Rob changed his pick at about three fifteen. Yeah, that's on Rob. Should have went with you. You're always supposed to go with your gut, man. Uh, next one we got here, we got the Rams and the Cardinals, the backup quarterback bull. Uh, the Rams, you guys are really bad. You're worse than the Cardinals. Uh, Cooper Cup gets hurt in this game. Not good. I don't really need to talk about this game for very long. I did see the Cardinals cut, you know, Benjamin today. Um, James Conner was back, had a decent game yesterday, so who knows, maybe they'll use him a little bit more. But, yeah, two backup quarterbacks going out there. I'm taking Colt McCoy over John Wofford every time. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, yeah, they're it's just an ugly, ugly football game. I didn't, I didn't see much of it. I mean, are we surprised that the Rams are bad because they kind of sold out last year and it got them a Super Bowl? It did. But did. The, the the thing is, it's like you trade all your picks away, but you win a Super Bowl. So it's it, it's just that that's the trade off that you go for. Correct. But and that's that's the fight as. As Packer fans will know, who don't really go for it, where you are going to um, wow, nice kick, yeah, fifty-eight yards, holy smokes, Joey Sly, that's a hell of a kick. Um, if if you if you trade away everything and you go for it and you win one, is that better winning one and then having and being good for five ten years? Yeah, five six years to um, compete. Yeah, and and the thing about it is, is even like in in football, 
the difficulty is there's so many injuries. You know, we're talking about how much luck is involved in needing. Like, you got to be good, but you got to be lucky, right? You got to have calls that go your way. You got to have uh, guys make plays. Like, you, you got to have so many things that that happen. And and if you're not tra- like the Packers, their philosophy is okay. If I get there ten times, hopefully in ten years or eight times in ten years, hopefully twice out of those eight times, things go our way. And it hasn't. Um, but they've the, had plenty of opportunities. They have. They have. They have. Um, but that's that's how it goes sometimes. Do you think Ron? Because we're watching Monday Night Football. Do you think Ron Rivera is a good coach? I do. I do. I think Ron, Ron Rivera gets a lot out is he, of is what he, is he like Lovey Smith kind of? Yeah, I think he gets a lot out of his talent. The the thing about Ron Rivera is I do think that his uh, his message runs thin like you you don't want to hear it time and time again yeah i think i think i think he he strikes me as a preacher uh to to his team all right lastly here we got the 49ers and the chargers uh sunday night football 49ers go on to win this game 22 to 16 over a banged up chargers team uh mike williams out keenan allen is out basically joshua palmer and gerald everett are the only targets to throw to yeah there was that carter kid too Um, Khalil Mack actually had a pretty nice game for the Chargers, but 49ers go out there. Jimmy G, all I do is win. Very Jimmy G-like game, just a 22-16 game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a late touchdown. Um, he was 14-38, only a touchdown. But I think the nice thing for the 49ers, and making more sense of the Jeff Wilson trade, Elijah Mitchell's back, 18 carries for 89 yards. No touchdowns, but kind of a guy who can give McCaffrey a little bit of a break. break. Um, but Garoppolo, like we said, very Jimmy G stat line. 19-28, 2-40, no touchdowns. Ayuk had a nice game, 6-for-84. Uh, on the flip side here, we had Herbert, 21-35, 196, one touchdown, one pick. Austin Eckler, not a huge game, 6-for-24 and 7-for-39 in the air. Um, I'm a little bit surprised they didn't use him more in more of a passing Yeah, uh, I agree. That's kind what of I thing thought it was going to be. With uh, all these people out. But, yeah, I mean, the, the 49ers, they just – they find ways, and I, you know, come January they could be a dangerous team because they've been there and they've been successful in the past with this crew. And then you throw McCaffrey into it as well. Yeah, I, I you know, San Fran. You know, well, first of all, we picked this game. San Fran was favored by seven. Myself, Trace, Penn's Lane, we all took the Niners. Rob and Cody got this one right. Um, the Niners, I think, are the most talented team in the NFC West. Uh, the way that the Rams have looked, um, it's it's definitely between the Niners and the um, the Seahawks. I, I think the Seahawks are coming down a little bit, um, whereas the Niners are ascending. But yeah, I think I think the Niners basically just keep doing what they're doing. They've got plenty of weapons, and like we said, they kind of just traded for it. Got got their guy McCaffrey, and they're gonna see what they see what they have. But we talked about we talked about many times that they are a better team of Jimmy G than they are Trey Lance. Short term, yep, short term. They're I a mean, better we, team. We don't we don't know what they'll be like if Trey Lance in the long run would stay healthy. But yeah, short term, hundred yeah. percent. Yep. So that's it. What are our what do we got for picks this week? So well, I'll tell us how how we were last week. Uh, Trace was two and three. Rob was two and two. Cody was two and three. Pens was one and four. Myself was two and three. 
And then getting the dub. The lane train. Getting the dub for it. The youngest of the of the bros. The guy who's picking about what his gut tells him. The youngest of the bros. Laner, good good dub this week. Well done, sir. What was he? Two three and two. Three and two. Yeah. So that's so overall records. We had Cody eighteen and twenty, Rob eighteen and twenty, Trace twenty three and twenty five, myself twenty three and twenty five, Penn's twenty seven and twenty one, and Lane is fifteen and nineteen. So we got five games this week. First one Thursday nighter. And if you know what, if you don't listen in time and get this one in, it's on you. But yeah, if you don't yeah. get it in, you don't get it in. Got to have it picks, in by Thursday. Picks got to be in by Thursday. At least one pick has to be in by Thursday. Thursday by six o'clock. We got we got Titans at the Packers. Packers favored by two and a half. Uh, I don't think this is a big enough line for the Packers. I think five and a half last week was bigger. I think the Titans come in here. Henry runs all over us. They win by three at least. I, I just, I think, like, the thing that drives me nuts, and I think Packers fans are notorious for it, is, like, they go on a losing streak like this, they win one game, they're like, oh, we can run the table, baby, we got yeah. Rodgers and all this. Okay, last week you were saying Rodgers is dead to me, put love in. So, yeah. I just, I still don't think the Packers are that good. I, you know, I think they could play better, but I think the Titans are a better team. I, I don't think the Titans are that good, but Tannehill's back, they're a little bit better. I think this is a game that we take the under. Yeah, I would too. Um, it's probably not very high. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's right just see what this over-under is. I, you know, Packers do not play well on Thursday nights at home. They definitely do not. But right now, I mean, we've noticed this for the last couple of weeks. Packers are a desperate team. Uh, Packers are putting everything they've got in it. Um the, the the thing if you can if you can stack the box and you can stop the run, there really isn't much in the offensive passing game that's scaring you from the Titans, right? Like they're really they don't really have a lot. Um, Christian Watson showed a little something. I, like I said, if you, you have to put a safety over the top of him, where now you can get some looks for Lazard. Um, I still, I was a little disappointed they didn't show more to Toure last night. I was too. I picked I him actually in DK just as a cheap yeah. buy. And, yeah. And should have had a touchdown two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. So, I, you know, the formula is out there of how the Packers are going to try and do it. They're going to run the ball and they're going to try and stay in head of the chains and then, you know, throw some play action and take some deep shots with Christian Watson. Um, the problem with that is, is if Watson is not playing well, you have back to where you were square one, where you have no threat offensively. Like Lazard isn't breaking defenses down. Toure is not breaking defenses down. Sammy Watkins, like there's nobody on this team that's Laz- breaking defense. Lazard seems to be the guy that always gets open around the middle that Rodgers doesn't throw it to. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, over under is set at forty two on most sites. On FanDuel, it's forty one and a half. But we're gonna say forty two because out of the three to four, I'm looking at it's forty two. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can see a twenty four twenty one game. Twenty four seventeen. I don't so know. that's right, right in that I, range. I, I'm still taking the under. I'm taking okay. the under on forty two. Okay. I'm gonna take the Packers <clears throat> in this game. Okay. Take the Packers. Win by a field goal. 
Next, we got the Jets at the Patriots. Patriots favored by three at New England. Uh, I don't know. I the 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 Jets obviously are good enough defensively, but I just don't. I'm, I'm I still don't believe in um, Zach Wilson. You obviously lost Brees Hall. It, oh man, it's a the problem is they're underdogs. So I think I'm I'm gonna go with the under. I'm gonna take the Jets. I'm gonna take the points. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Jets plus three as well. They're coming off a bye. Uh, I think defensively this team's really good. I think they're okay enough offensively that if they you know if it is a twenty to seventeen game that they could at least get a. Uh, um, they could get a push. Last time they played the Patriots, like we said, they lost, but uh, they had a huge fumble recovery for a touchdown taken back in that game. That would have helped them push them over that hump. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Jets as well for coming fresh off a of bye. Next we have the 8-0, possibly 8-1 Philly Eagles as they are losing to the Commanders right now, 20-14 at halftime, versus the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. And the Eagles are favored by 8.5. Yeah, this is a tough one because I think that, uh, you know, Indy, they want to run the ball, obviously, with Jonathan Taylor. But Eagles have a good front. With Hassan Reddick, and then they just traded for who? What was it? Robert Quinn, right? Is that who they traded for? They, yep. they traded for some defensive end help to kind of help that up. And then obviously Darius Slay is a really good uh, cornerback who will probably be on Pittman um, most of the game. But uh, they also got Fletcher Cox. Too. Eight, eight and a half is a lot of points. So I think is. I'm going to take the Colts here. I think the Eagles win by a touchdown. But I think Saturday's got this team playing a little bit inspired here. Uh, so I'm taking them. It's one week. And a half. You just talked about the Packers. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, it's one week. This is, is one week. The Colts have some have some guys who can play. Packers don't. I'm gonna agree with you. I think the spread is too big. Cause Saturday. Cause Saturday. Cause Saturday's a good coach. Just I mean, say. he's a heck of a he's a heck great of a, motivator. Just he's, say he's a motivator. He's a grinder. Yeah, um, damn right. He's he he's a big time big time coach. He like, knows how to lead men. He was only coming out of retirement to coach, to coach this team. To coach this, this team. team. This is the team he wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And I and we were talking about earlier in the year that we thought he was the guy for this job. We we said Frank Reich should be on the hot seat and Saturday should come in and take that's, over. That's what we talked about. Yeah. So with that being said, that is a double a double pick for the Colts to cover that spread, and it could be. The first loss for the Eagles, or possibly two in a row. Although I don't, I'm not picking the Colts outright in this game. I'm only picking the Colts because they're getting eight and a half in this game. In Indy, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Colts. Next, we got Dallas at Minnesota. Dallas favored by one. Uh, as much as I think the luck is running out for Minnesota, I don't like them being a home dog. Um, basically a pick em game, but I am getting a point. So I'm going to take Minnesota on that game. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins clearly showed that... Wait, what time is this game? Hold the front door. What time is this game? I say it's, it's a 325 game. 
It's three twenty-five. Mm. It's three twenty-five. It's three twenty-five. Right. You don't have to look. It's three twenty-five. I'm telling you, it's three twenty-five. I'm taking Cowboys. I, pick, I always pick at least three noon games or at least two, and then I pick the three twenty-five and I pick the Sunday night. It's three twenty-five. Well, how many noon games did you give me this year? Two this week. Two because we had to pick the stupid Thursday game. We didn't have to. You wanted okay, to. Okay, fine. Scratch Packers. We're not picking No, them. we're picking the Packers. Oh, okay. I'm taking Cowboys for the fact that Kirk Cousins is not playing a noon game. Cowboys get the dub. <coughs> they get back on track. Jerry Jones tells his boys how to do it. They figure it out. America's team, Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, this is a big game for the Cowboys. We talked, they're 6-3. and three. The division is playing very well. Yeah, it's I mean, a even, desperate even game. If, even if Philly uh, loses tonight, they're still in first place, 8-1, and one, but then the Giants are sitting there 7-2. and two. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. I think they get Zeke back, which isn't a huge lift, but it's just a little bit more balance for them. If Pollard, they get, if Pollard they doesn't get, have to protect. If they get Zeke blocking. back, I might go to the Vikings because they are a better team with Pollard um, running the ball. Yes, but Pollard will still get his touches. But right. CeeDee Lamb is coming off a big game. Dax and Dalton Schultz more. Michael Gallup had a had an okay game against the Packers. Got injured a little but bit. But he came back in. Yep. Um, so I'm taking Dallas. I just think this is a huge game for them. They gotta win. Yep. Next we got Chiefs at Chargers. Sunday night. I don't know why the Chargers get two straight Sunday night games. They're not that good of a football team, especially with their two best wide receivers out. I'm taking the Chiefs. I mean, the thing is, is that the, you know, Sunday night games don't get flexed. Coming into the year, this is obviously it. a big matchup. The Chargers yeah. are an exciting team because they have a good offense. They made a lot of free agency moves. So that's why they have had so many primetime games. This is a big spread. I mean, the Chargers just covered a seven-point spread against the 49ers. But I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. I think they're better um, than the 49ers are. Mahomes just... Mahomes is Mahomes. I think this is going to be a battle, but I think the Chiefs end up getting a push or win by 10 points with a that's late where touchdown. I'm, that's where I'm thinking. I'm thinking kind of in that 30 to 20 range. Yeah, and, and we, we've talked about how the Chiefs typically don't cover big, big spreads, but I don't think this is a big, you know, this isn't like a double-digit spread. I think this is enough that the Chiefs, without, because the Chargers are without Allen and Williams. And I agree. Defensively, with, they're banged up. With those two out, I mean, this was a Thursday night game earlier in the year. I remember playing softball. Out in the outfield, and we didn't even think that the Chiefs were going to score in this game. Yeah, the Chargers controlled it most of the game. They did. But with those two wide receivers being out, that's what keeps them in this game. That's why I'm taking the Chiefs. Yep, there, that wraps up our week 10, or yeah, right? Week 10? Week 11? Week, week 11. 11. That wraps Packers up our 10 week 10 recap, week 11 picks. Send us your picks. Remember, if you want to pick the pack game, it's got to be in by Thursday, but probably about a little after lunch. Uh, but yeah, send us your picks. Good luck this week. Uh, have fun watching football. Enjoy.